Hello, and welcome to From Garage to Growth, a small business story, a podcast where we journey into the heart of entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Brad Rue. Every week, we delve into the compelling stories of small businesses and the remarkable individuals who brought them to life. From humble beginnings in garages and basements to grand victories in boardrooms and beyond, we leave no stone unturned. So buckle up as we explore the unique world of entrepreneurship, one business story at a time. Any testimonial or endorsement shown is based on an individual's experience and may not be representative of the experience of other individuals or customers. There's no guarantee of future performance or success. No direct recognition or indirect payment or other compensation is provided to any person for a testimonial endorsement appearing here. Hey guys, welcome back to another great interview with our dear friend, Scott Wink, with CRW Insurance in the Holstein, Wisconsin. We're shooting on location in the <laughs> mighty metropolis of New Holstein. And uh, today we're going to talk about a recent transition Scott had with partnering into his practice, another business. So we're going to talk about that today. And uh, Scott has been a family friend and also a business partner of my father, Brian, for many years. Mm-hmm. And so recently he made some changes with CRW, and we're going to talk about that today. Scott, a lot has happened in the last eight months for you. It's been busy. It's been busy. How did you decide that this was the right time for you to transition and partner with another company? Brad, I think there's several factors that come into play. I think you have to look at your personal life and then your professional life. For me, where I was in in my personal life with my wife and daughter, knowing that we wanted to take more time off, okay, it was the right time to be able to do that and know that the firm would still run seamlessly, okay? Professionally, again, I was partners with your dad for 27 years. It was the right time to hand over the reins professionally. When you look at when's the right time to make a change with your business, first of all, you have to be okay with not being the guy anymore, right? Okay, and I was fine with that. I never personally really enjoyed the being the boss, if you will. I just enjoyed working with my clients from the insurance standpoint. So professionally, it was the right move. Time-wise, when you look at when do you partner with, sell out, or whichever way you want to look at it, you always want to do it when you're at the height, right? Smart. I was blessed with 29 years of constant growth, 29 years of great profitability, great relationships with company or with, with the carriers, great reputation, and it made sense. You always get out when you're at the best. As when I announced to my staff, I said, the timing is right. We're very attractive to other companies. And so I was fortunate to be able to choose who I wanted to partner with. So how did, let's talk about that. So how did you start the process of, okay, I know that this is going to be the next transition for me and having a larger company like Diamond, right? And, and add the resources to your business. So you didn't have to be playing boss, you could work on your clients. How did you start that process of determining that, okay, this is the path, and then who do I actually pick? Was Is there like a database of other big, bigger companies that are saying, hey, we'd like to absorb you into our fold, or is it more, I just called around people in the industry and figured it out from there? How did you go about figuring out Diamond was the path? Little of both, to be honest with you. I started this process about a year and a half ago, and what really started me thinking about is at time is I had a very close friend that became terminally ill and I 
did some soul searching and going, if that happened to me, if I got that news, what would happen to my company? What would happen to my clients? What would happen to my employees? What would happen to my family? Okay? And everybody's replaceable, don't get me wrong. Okay? But it would definitely have a huge negative impact. That got the ball rolling. Sure. Okay, as far as maybe is it at time. In our industry, I'd get calls weekly of, hey, can we have lunch and talk? Sure. Right? So one thing that in the vetting process, there's nine different companies I vetted. Wow. They had to be financially stable. They had to have the same core values that, that I had. They had to put clients and employees first. Okay. So a lot of time vetting. Okay, looking at different aspects. What, so you don't get to know that in one lunch date, right? Yeah, yes, <laughs> and you can only sign your name on that piece of paper one time. Yeah. Okay, so it was a very stressful time, to be honest with you, and because you got this whole emotional thing, the back and forth, and if it, you do this, oh my gosh, you give up so much. It, yeah, it was very trying, very stressful. Diamond was actually a late horse in the race, if you will. They... Came highly recommended when I'm every year I have to meet with my marketing reps for goal planning and they always want to know perpetuation. And they knew I was looking and several well-respected company personnel recommended them. So therefore I did reach out to them and that's really where started the ball rolling. And it was kind of love at first sight. I had a extremely comfortable, warm feeling about them, their management group, their core values, what's important to them really aligned with what was important to me. You said something interesting there, how you leaned on the folks in your network to you know, assist you in the process of finding someone rather than just bull rushing it yourself and, oh, this is my thing, I got to handle mm -hmm. it myself and figure it out. That's interesting you bring that up because we talk a lot to our clients about the network of advisors that isn't just necessarily the insurance guy, the accountant, and the attorney, it, it's other professionals that you networked with over the last 20-some years exactly to build the trust. And, and our business is a little bit different than maybe a manufacturing or construction company or something of that nature. During this process, Diamond, they're located in Paris, Illinois. They've done over 70 acquisitions of the 47th largest independent agency in the country. I reached out to numerous principals that that joined the group, that, that oh. partnered with Diamond. So I got to find out was it as good as what yeah. you thought it would be? Which was a huge sleeping pill for me. And some peace of mind behind the veil. Exactly. So what what the marriage look like? Yeah. The honeymoon is one thing. Yeah. Now the, you mar got to lift the marriage the veil is a whole different thing. And, and to hear and have that the, those conversations with people that went through what I am going through and have went through was extremely important. And to know that they're as happy four, five, eight years down the road after they made that decision was good to hear. Speak a little bit for those that are looking to transition similarly with whatever businesses they might be into, not maybe necessarily property casually, but similar service businesses. Speak to some of the players that were involved in this process from, was there a banker involved? Was there an attorney involved? Speak to some of the players that you felt were helpful to have in the you, mix. Yeah, you definitely do not want to go down this road by yourself. The key people, your dad happens to be my you know, financial planner, so he was involved right in the beginning, our CPA firm, and a, a law firm that specialized in agency acquisitions. Um, oh, so, so because specifically it's a, agency acquisitions. So it, it, it was important for me. because it, Our industry is kind of unique. So I wanted to deal with a law firm. That's all they did. 
And uh, so those are really the key players in this process. I, I reached out to doing this 30 some years and have relationships from people in the industry that are all over the board as far as starting an agency, middle of the road, sold their agency, whatever. And I reached out to those people and hey, what were your stumbling blocks? What, what were issues that you found? Because you don't know what you don't know. Right. And so again, that was a year and a half process of asking questions, reaching out to people. And so it, it's a recommendation, make sure you're surrounded with people that are professionals in whatever area, whether it be accounting, tax planning, et cetera. And ask a lot of questions. No matter what industry you're in, there's other people that have walked in your shoes. So try to reach out to them and, hey, what went well, what didn't go well? And try to avoid those mistakes. That's really good. In hindsight, I always want to talk about hindsight because that's 2020. Now that you've had a few months now to reflect on the transition, what would you say you wish would have gone differently and that you wish you would have maybe prepared more for? if anything? It went very smoothly. The stress, I mean, that, the stress was unbelievable. For the whole time or like in the last, since you said, well, the, okay, Diamond, you know, here's what's us, and then when, that transition? You know, when I made my decision of the who, all right, there was a lot of due diligence, a ton of due diligence. So it was getting information, the proper information for them, a lot of questions. It was the a lot scrutiny of, of the deal. A lot of ping pong back and forth. And the vulnerable part, if you will, was I had to disclose to my staff what I was planning on doing before anything was finalized, which whenever you do that causes fear, right? It's the unknown, which I get. The advantage I had compared to my staff was I had a year and a half of knowing these people and the relationship, the trust, the quality of people that they are. My staff didn't have that opportunity. Once they met them, it was a game changer, then they got it. But that was probably the most stressful thing. And it couldn't have happened any other way. It is what Not it is. Not going to tell everybody, hey, I'm yeah. looking to do in this. And uh, the neat thing through this whole experience, Brad, I tried to reach out to as many of my commercial clients as possible. And I was nervous, hesitant how that would go. It was congratulations. It was hugs. It was tears. Good for you. It was, so you're still my guy, right? You're still going to be there. Yep, I'm here. My staff's here. I just got rid of all the stuff that I'm not good at and don't like to do, all the, yeah. the HR stuff, the business owners, the, the negotiating copier leases, just all those <laughs> things that, that take up time. Yeah. But it was humbling the, the response I got from my clients. And where I was fearful of, oh my gosh, it's changed and they're not going to be happy. It was the complete opposite. It was good for it's you. It's a testament to the relationship that mm -hmm. you have built with that rather than it being a transactional relationship Correct. and Correct. this is viewed as a negative. Correct. With less responsibility now with the business. That's awesome. Do you, ha <laughs> do you have goals for yourself professionally still? I mean, yes. What's the yeah, next? I, I'm 53, so I'm, I'm younger. I plan on doing this for quite a while yet. I absolutely enjoy what I do. I in, enjoy working with my clients. I enjoy all the referrals that I get. I enjoy the problem solving, the helping them. I love that. And I'm excited for that to continue. And I just got rid of probably 50 to 60% of my day was doing stuff that I didn't, to be honest, enjoy doing. It was stressful. It was the stuff that you wake up at two o'clock in the morning, like, oh my gosh, problem solving for employees, problem solving for whatever it might be. Sure. That's not my responsibility anymore. The toughest thing is realizing it's not my responsibility anymore. That is the tough. And again, I'm two months into this. When I talk to other agency 
principals that went through what I went through, they said it takes three months until you realize that it's not my problem. Right, you right. just get to do what you're good at and what you enjoy doing. So I'm excited. Right. Yeah, it's it's fun. The stress level is way low, much lower. My wife says um, we're fun to be around. That's good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was again. Get back to your kind of your question. The timing. It, it was the right time. Sure, that makes sense. So. Shifting gears a little bit, we like to ask, because COVID's fresh in everyone's mind, how has COVID impacted the, first off, CRW business, but then the transition? Was there any hiccups in the transition because of COVID? Not really. The tough part, again, a year and a half is when I started this process. Because of COVID, everything was done by Zoom meetings. I'm not a big fan of that. So it was difficult. Kind of the vetting process. The vetting process, because you really know, you know who you, these people are. Exactly. You're not in the same room with them and all those type of things. So that, that was a little bit of a challenge as far as how it affected CRW. I'm seasoned. I've got 29, 30 years into this. It really didn't have that big of an impact. Where it did have a greater impact is on the agents that didn't have the tenure in the book of business and simply couldn't see people. So it was, it was challenging for them more than it was for me personally. Sure. That's good. Mm-hmm. Good insight. So... The question is, everyone wants to know is, now that you've gone through this process, would you do it again? Yes. Yeah, getting back to kind of the first question is, how for me, it was the perfect timing personally and professionally. I got lucky. It, it just, it worked out well. The partnership with Diamond could not have gone smoother. It was everything that they said they would do, they did. And with me, with my staff. Which almost seems rare today. And... It's kind of funny because when I was doing my due diligence and talking to other people that have gone through this, it was the same thing, that they did everything that they said they would do. There was no 11th hour, there, mm-hmm. but that type of thing. Everything was, they did everything that they said they would do for, again, for me, for my employees, all that stuff. And so it was a great experience. Awesome. So last question is, what's one point of advice you'd give to someone else looking to do a similar thing for themselves and their business going forward? Make sure that you're emotionally ready for the change. And everybody that you're going to be talking to are business owners. They've been the guy, right? Mm -hmm. Or the gal. And they have to be okay with not being the guy or the gal. Okay. And especially, I want to stay in the business. Some people walk away. That's a different story. But like principally, it, nothing's changed. You're still in the same office suite. It, it, You're still changed. show up to the same place exactly. every day. Yeah. But you have to, you have to be ready emotionally for that. Me, because I never enjoyed that part of it. Um, I, it's great going, yeah, this is who you need to talk to now. I don't have to solve those problems. I'm not the guy anymore. And I'm okay with that. Because again, I just enjoy doing what I do working with my clients. Mm-hmm. And so that I guess the takeaway would be depends upon if you're a manufacturing company or whatever, if you're going to stay in, you just have to make sure that you're okay, that you're not going to have the same duties, responsibilities that you did previously. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I see that as a big hurdle for a lot of folks mm-hmm. I've talked to who have bought businesses and they still have the person working on and, mm-hmm. and it's nothing changed and there's still a lot of conflict internally. Yep. So that's a really good insight. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Thank you guys for joining us today on our interview with Scott and congratulations on the change. Thank you. And I look forward to continue to see you succeed in this business. And with that, guys, stay tuned for our next interview. And that, folks, brings us to the end of another enlightening episode of From Garage to Growth, The Small Business Story. I hope you found today's journey as inspiring as I did, 
and that you'll take the lessons learned today and use them to fuel your own entrepreneurial spirit. Before we sign off, I want to direct you to resources that can further aid your journey. I urge you to visit our website, actionfinancials.com. And while you're at it, don't forget to check out our YouTube channel and Facebook page. We regularly upload content to repel your financial success. Hopefully your journey from the garage to growth just got a little bit easier. Until next time, keep doing life better. And now for some fun disclosures. This material is for general information purposes only and was produced by Action Financial Strategies, LLC. Life insurance is subject to underwriting. No coverage exists until a policy is issued and the required premium is paid. Neither Action Financial Strategies nor Nylife Securities, LLC, or its affiliates provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. For advice in such matters, consult your own professional counsel. Brian is a member agent of Nautilus Group, a service in New York Life Insurance Company. Brian Rue, CA Insurance License Number 0B66341. Brian and Bradley Rue are collectively registered representatives of and offer securities products and services through Nylife Securities LLC, member FINRA SIPC, a licensed insurance agency, 999 Fury Drive, Suite 300, Madison, Wisconsin, 53717, 608-831-4416. Brian and Bradley Rue are also collectively registered as investment advisor representatives with Eagle Strategies LLC, registered investment advisor. Action Financial Strategies is not owned or operated by Nylife Securities or its affiliates. The views of each episode podcast guest and their company do not reflect the views of Action Financial Strategies, LLC, or New York Life Insurance Company and its affiliates.